and welcome to You, you Need, Need to, to See, see this. this, a bi-weekly film podcast about filling the gaps in our collective cinematic experience. I'm Nick Asunto, and I'm joined by my co-hosts... Lucy Tomlin-Brenner. And Cozy Orlin. We're comedians, writers, filmmakers, and film lovers. Every episode, we pick a film at least one of us has seen and at least one of us has never seen. We then try and convince each other and you to watch it. We'll cover everything from lesser-known art house indies to how did you miss this blockbusters? And we do it all with no spoilers. Also, because it's December, and keeping in with the holiday spirit, as I like to refer to all liquor I drink this month as, yeah, good bit. we're doing movies that take place on Christmas or have scenes on Christmas or are like Christmassy, wintry bullshit. <laughs> Guess which one of us doesn't like Christmas? It's me. It's Spoilers. Me. That's the only spoiler we'll do this episode. <laughs> uh, today's <laughs> film is the 2010 Finnish fantasy horror comedy, Rare Exports, directed by Yalmari Hellander and written by him and his brother, Yuso. Uh, a film you might know from them is 2014's Big Game, starring Samuel L. Jackson as a president shot down over the Finnish wilderness and being hunted by people or something. It's like a, it's a crazy movie. I haven't wow. seen it, but I remember the trailer. Incredible. Yeah, the trailer, and it's starring the same kid from Rare Exports, and it's him, and he's like, I'll save you, Mr. President, and they're in the Finnish wilderness. And I've Samuel L. Jackson's like, yeah, movie. I'm going to fucking do this. Wait, when did that one come out? Was Two- it after Rare Exports? Yeah, it was 2014. Oh. Huh. Huh. Um, uh, Rare Export stars real-life father and son Yorma Tamila and Oni Tamila as, you guessed it, father and son. And it's also fun because it's a bilingual film uh, with English and Finnish both being used a lot. And you don't oh. you don't see a lot of bilingual films except like when there's uh, like a scene in an American film where they're speaking Spanish for a couple scenes. Hmm. Yeah, it's not really the same. Yeah, this, this is one a mostly a Finnish film. Yes. Uh, so this movie's absolutely nuts. Do not watch the trailer. That's the first thing I, I must say. The yeah, the trailer spoils a lot. It gives it's like the entire third act is just the trailer. They oh, do like man. the opening scene and then the third act. Yeah, it's because like a lot of crazy shit happens in the third act and like the beginning is like a little more of a build up. So I feel like they pulled all that to pull people in, but it ruins it. Yeah, abs- I 100% agree. Um, trailers are garbage these days anyways. Don't mm, watch them. Yeah, there's very few well-made trailers. Crawl had a good trailer. Anyway. Crawl did have a good trailer. I still need to see Crawl. I, I want to see it. I'll watch too. anything I, Ghost House Pictures does. None of us ever saw Crawl, but we love the trailer. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino <laughs> it said it was work. his favorite movie of the year. Nice. Um, so the, uh, the synopsis of Rare Exports is, uh, so I'm going to try to keep this vague, which might make it sound boring, but hopefully not, because I don't want to give away the crazy shit. Okay. Uh, but essentially it follows a young boy named Pietari, who lives on a reindeer hunting reserve with his father, Ralmo, and the other hunters and their children. Uh, it's like a small mountain town buried in snow, has absolutely zero women for some reason, uh, and everyone knows each other. Anyway, there's this archaeological dig happening uh, at the mountain that's nearby, and Pietari is convinced they've dug up the ancient and malevolent being known as Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, Pietari then spends the entire film trying to convince everyone around him that they better watch out because Santa Claus is coming to town while they're busy being grumpy idiots. So it's delightfully weird, and it's like a it's a slow burner for sure with a crazy, uh, not to give too much away, but to hype it up, third act. Yeah, the third act is just like balls to the wall. Uh, Luce, when did you first see Rare Exports? I saw it right when it got released on a telescope, um, which is Adam Yow. Yowch from Boys. Beastie Boys. It's his uh, company, Oscilloscope oh. Studios, or like the like number two right behind Criterion like you know that if it's like a released on this label that it's gonna be like a really fucking cool film and they do like these really beautiful um you know printed physical media uh and so when I was working at Video American uh when it came out so I saw it like I rented it before we put it out for everybody else to see 
I haven't heard of that company. I didn't realize this was an Adam Yauch. Uh, you haven't heard of Oscilloscopes? No, no, I'll have to look into them. What else have they done? Ah, uh, they did uh, Meeks um, Crossing. They done. Oh, that looked great. Meeks Crossing is great. I have it. Um, actually, yes, I think that's the only Oscilloscope movie I actually have in my collection. So I'll show it to you so you can see like how pretty it is. But I mean, they've done hundreds of movies at this point. They started in like 2010, I think. Oh wow! Yeah, it sounds mildly familiar to me. Uh, it's Oscilloscope Laboratories, uh, not yeah. studios. I think Sorry. I remember seeing like the uh, the what's the word for those things where the, there's a cool um, sound and movement, and it's like, whoa, this is the bumper for it or the whatever. logo yeah it's like the i know what you're logo saying feeling. yeah, yeah i can't think of what they call yeah, that i've seen the pre-roll bumper logo magic you know um, like tristar yeah pegasus flies in yeah yeah logos. there's a word for that we'll find out after <laughs> this i'm sure um, uh, after yeah this but you can no. check them out at oscilloscope.net to see their whole collection of films but it's definitely one of those names that if you are uh pretentious little baby like me then <laughs> you will be interested in like checking them out uh they put out like the love witch oh i, I love like, the love witch yeah love witch is very good i saw actually, the trailer for that that looked interesting you know what actually i didn't see the love witch but i played the love witch as a character on a valentine show. so not so the same thing not the extremely different yeah pretty um, weird but i do love the love witch on concept this looks like a lot of christmas stuff what there's you, no jingle bell rocks uh blizzard they See how this is like a video store shelf? They yeah, like put it, it together to look. Oh, I get you. Cool. Oh, they sort it by. That's really cool. Yeah, Check out their site. Yeah, they put out one of my favorite movies called It's a Disaster, which I'm going to have us do at one point because it's the funniest movie that nobody has seen. Damn. And like this summer I rewatched it and I was like, this is a perfect film. And I just started tweeting at the director because I was like, I don't feel like he gets enough attention I for love how that. good this movie is. And then we had like a little conversation oh, about it. And it made me very happy. How it should And they be. started following me on Twitter. Oh. Oh. So you get to brag about the Twitter stuff? <laughs> yeah, because I'm not name-dropping Natasha Leon. Look, we all get to sweet name-drop as many times as we want. That's true. Right. I think I did already talk about um, uh, What's-His-Face Harding my yeah. last Christmas. Paul Feig. Yeah. We all talked about Paul Feig. You know how uh, you name-drop but don't know the person's name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of like an empty space drop. Meek's so, Cut-Off, not Meek's Crossing. That's right. Is. Yeah, yeah. But it's still the Western starring um, Michelle... Mm. Not Michelle Williams. Yeah, no, uh, it's Michelle Williams. It is Michelle... Okay, yeah, yeah. I and Paul to Dano, I think, is also in it. Oh, um, I do like Paul Dano. So, uh, Rare Ex I saw Rare Exports for the first time in 2010 when it came out. It was, I think it was immediately on Netflix and I watched it. I watched the trailer on... like I saw it on like Reddit movies. It's like, this looks fucking nuts! And then I watched the film, and it was. It is nuts. Uh, Cozy, have you even heard of this Finnish nightmare of a film? I have heard of it when you told me that we were doing this episode, but and I went, I don't know what the fuck that movie is. Yeah, that, that's the main question. I was at, like, what, prior to that. So oh, no experience. Not that, a clue. Yeah, like when you put it on the list of movies that we were taking a look at to decide if we wanted to do it or not, I was like, oh, never fucking heard of this movie. Have you ever seen a Finnish film? I don't know the answer to that question. Do you know what the Finnish language sounds like? P pretty? No. Terrible? It's got a lot of Y sounds. That sounds pretty. Uh, I like it. <laughs> it's not a romance language, but it sounds pretty to me. It's a, it's a weird one. I'm just going to... Uh, I have like a aversion to all things Finnish because my ex was... Um, his family was from Finland. Really? And yeah, now I'm just like, gross. <laughs> Troll Hunters is a Finnish film, right? Troll Hunters is very good, yeah. Or Troll Hunters. Sorry, Troll Hunters is the animated show on Netflix, which is also amazing, produced by Guillermo del Toro based on his young adult novel. But... Troll yeah. Hunter Troll with Hunter. no S yeah. is very good. They that's got the a good gemstones well, in their that's bellies, also kind or? of a fairy tale. That's the different it's trolls. Different. That's troll dolls. Wait, Pete, have you seen uh, Rare Exports? 
That's a light no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's, <laughs> let's jump see if into. We can convince you to. Yeah, let's jump into some reasons why. Uh, shall I start? Um, yeah. This? Well, you can start. Yeah. So, because uh, my number one reason I love rare exports is it's just different. It's um, <laughs> it's something you're not going to see made by American audiences because it's unique and it's like I love something that has like twists on mythology that we already know for like horror comedy purposes. This mm. does that, which is rare. But like, this is the kind of thing that. If it was put on a desk at an American studio, they'd freak out. They'd be like, no, no, it's too weird. It's way too weird. Audiences Ooh. will be weirded out by this. And I know you love weird shit. I really do. I like it, too, because it is it is weird, but it's not, like, knowingly, winkingly weird. Uh, I feel oh, like weird is, safe. like, overused term to just be, like, anything. It's not winky. I mean unique. It's a unique premise when I say weird. Like, yeah. It's I'm not, not something. I'm not telling you it was a bad word choice. <laughs> oh, I was just <laughs> clarifying that I'm like, yeah, it's, like, it's not weird like the girl who's, like, I dyed my hair in blue. I'm a weirdo, which was me freshman year of college. I do love those girls. I don't. Yeah, I mean, we're uh, we're suckers for them. It's true. We all want Ramona. I feel like you guys are not listening to what I'm saying. Sorry, yes, please, please. You mentioned blue hair and we got distracted. It's not like hot topic American weird. It's not like dumb, (laughs) over precious weird. I don't know why you guys like the thing that I think is so obviously stupid because we're no. a bunch of dumb guys <laughs> um yeah i can't believe i was just like yeah girl up blue hair so dumb and you guys like, like oh my god clementine yeah, yeah no we're suckers um <laughs> what i was trying to say is that it's like it's not it's not self-conscious it's like legitimately strange and i've never seen anything like this movie before mm. that's not my number one i'm just piggybacking off of that and what i will say my number one is is that it is a uh, based on like finnish folklore and mythology, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is really interesting because, like, everything up in that area of the world, I feel like they they are, they have a lot of, like, evil, bizarre, like... Twisted things. Twisted things. Yeah, this is like a twisted fairy tale, oh, okay, essentially. Yeah. It's like the Brothers Grimm before the Brothers Grimm was Disney-fied. Right, yeah. It's on, on, an, un, an, an unblunted thing. Yes. It's hard to say. <laughs> and it's got like a little meanness to it. And right. I think all good fairy tales are very gruesome. And that the one of the worst, one of many atrocities that Disney committed was taking the uh, violence out of fairy tales. <laughs> there's, a, there's a line in the movie too. Do they say that Finland's the land of Santa Claus? Like, is that where the mythology of Santa Claus originated? Because I didn't know that if it's so. Santa Claus is complicated as fuck. There's a lot of stuff going on in every country about Santa Claus. As somebody with his moniker slash namesake, I should know. I'm Uh, Saint Nicholas. Um, Wait, were you named after? No, my. (laughs) I don't. You don't want to hear the. Short, the story, the story of, of my name. birth. No, all they you thought have... I was going to be a girl, and then when I came out, my mom was like, "Oh fuck, we got a boy." Uh, Nicholas Jeremy Santone. She just said that on the fly, and that's my name. I love Wait, that story. Was your name going to be Nicole? No, it was going to be something with. I want to say something with an A. She's told me it a few times, but I keep forgetting it. Annabelle. Ashley. Yeah, it's like. I'm just going to guess I every can't. A name. This That's will be right. a fun podcast. I'm going to give you my number two reason while you're yeah, guessing A names. Uh, this is not a good reason for Cozy, but this is a good reason for people listening. So this um, mm, I don't like it. steals a lot of cool shots and influence from Indiana Jones in a in a subtle way, specifically Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Wait, um, does it really? Or you're just picking that up? It's It, it does. <laughs> I mean, it's something I pick up as a filmer, but it's something that it actually does. Like the, the, guy, the main guy at the archaeological... Archaeological dig <laughs> site is dressed like the Nazi villain uh, from Indiana Jones, and he does Arnold Ernst Tote is the guy's name, the Nazi in the black hat from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. So he does like a lot of shots that mirror uh, the dig sites from the first film and stuff like that, and uh, it's got like this cool uh, going for that 
because the whole thing of the Indiana Jones franchise is that there's always a mythology in each film. It's kind of going for that in this, but it's not in that action adventure way. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's definitely pulling from that in a co- in a cool way that I think big indie fans would notice. Interesting. Um, I like that this movie is like almost all at night. It's really dark. Like it's physical. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I'm listening to oh, you. <laughs> I felt like, sorry, I I felt like your eyes were challenging me, and I was taking I was affronted by it. No, actually, well, so what happened is I missed the first part of the sentence, and then I was. Listening even more so to catch oh, up and without interrupting. You're like working and backwards. And I thought they were like egg row eyes. That was no, amazing. I, was like, what? I heard uh, I like dark is what I heard. And I was like, oh, it's wait. almost all at night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I think it's <laughs> but it takes place over several days. But I get the feeling. I don't know. Do you remember that rumor when you're a kid? That's like six months of the year. It's nighttime in Alaska. Yeah. Oh, 100 mm-hmm. percent. I don't think that's true, though, right? Well, 30 Days a Night, the vampire movie that yeah. takes place in those 30 Days a Night in so Alaska. So they do have 30 Days of Night. Yeah, I think well, so. Well, because uh, Finland, who knew that this was going to be a movie that really tested my geography knowledge? Uh, Finland's really far north. It's up there. It's towards the top. It's really dark. I'm yeah. trying to give you the challenge eyes for that. For yeah, no I think so. I'm geographically <laughs> inept it. as can yeah, be. Very I know the map of Middle Earth more than I know the map of America. Oh, my God. I mean, I know, um, I know uh, that character in uh, Scott Pilgrim more than I know geography. <laughs> so Ramona? Finland yeah, is next go. to Sweden uh, and Russia. And so, yes, it is very far north. So I think it is like pretty dark there. Yeah, and it's a, we know it's that climate that's always snowy as well because they these guys deal in reindeer. Yeah, I was really worried about the reindeer hunting, but you don't actually see like reindeer hunting. Yeah, I don't think they could afford to get many reindeer for the movie. Yeah, so like that put me off of it when I first heard about it, but then you, there's no reindeer deaths. That's good. Um, yeah, so it is really far <laughs> north. So the movie like it doesn't all take place in one night, but it's very like just the tone of it. it we already said the action doesn't really like ramp up until the third act, but like tonally it is so creepy and off off putting and like, and so dark. You start to feel sort of like claustrophobic, but then also lonely because there's so much white expanse out there. Oh, like they yeah. really, I think that a lot of fear comes from before you even see anything, just thinking about being isolated in like the coldest place, coldest, darkest place is uh very scary. I I agree. That kind of ties in with that was your number two, right? That yeah. kind of ties in with my number three, which is they do that a lot, and it works around Pietari, the main character, who's like a seven or eight year old boy. Uh, and throughout this movie, he is mostly alone, uh, and like everybody's ignoring him. He has to. So, what most of the comedy in the script, uh, when there is, when there are funny moments, are also sim- simultaneously frustrating moments because everyone works so goddamn hard to ignore this kid throughout the whole movie to a point that they almost start to seem stupid because like he's doing an actual criminal investigation finding evidence and like yeah. footprints and like and he's I, like uh, asking all these smart questions yes. and they're all like shut up Pietarius. and like they, exactly that's i'm sorry and i know you love when no i know you love when kids three. get ignored that's yes, what i not yeah. that i love when they get ignored you but love, I love the, <laughs> the stories that <laughs> stories that ignore children yeah Luce loves ignoring children <laughs> <laughs> I've left so many kids unattended in my day. I take the babysitting money and I run. You, you get so frustrated along with this kid, though, during well, the whole movie. Yes, no, exactly. That My number three is that I love kids being resourceful on their own. Mm. I love it when parents don't pay attention to kids in movies because I think it allows kids to really um, have a dynamic character to relate to. Because even if your parents aren't um, neglecting you, 
there's a lot of times where you're like, parents can't just get into your world. They don't understand where you're coming from. Uh, some would say they just don't understand. When we walked into Luce's apartment today, the movie Home Alone was playing. <laughs> and true. that is a movie about a resourceful child. So I get it. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, this really is. I'm also, <laughs> there's another movie we're going to be talking about um, on the next episode that's also about a resourceful child. Get ready alone. for it. Um. <laughs> I, this really is a big part of my brand as a film lover, and I don't think I've ever had it strung together like this until it's been so many instances in a row. I love it. You're going to be forced to. We're going to do an entire month of just kids. Kids in peril. Kids yeah. being resourceful in peril. We're yeah. going to do kids. Goonies for Cozy, because Cozy hasn't seen Goonies. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, we want to get Sean Aston on the show to do this yeah, episode. With I don't know who Sean the hell Aston that is. If, if you know Sean Aston. I don't oh my know. God. I don't know Sean Aston. Aston. That's my dream. Is to get him on the show so Cozy has to explain to Sean Astin why he hasn't seen the Goonies. Uh, has he been anything else? <laughs> yeah, Lord we, of the Rings. Okay, What's we that? can't get into Sean Astin's very <laughs> right, storied career right now. Um, Rudy. All I saw was the Hobbit stuff. Anyway. I, listen, there aren't enough kids in peril anymore. <laughs> Put him in peril. No, they should be because that's uh, kids need to watch a story where they are empowered and they are heroes. And mm. in most uh, like super obnoxious, brightly colored toy commercial movies these days, they're not actually in danger. They're just like, I don't know, catchphrase machines and CGI is around them. It doesn't feel like a real kid's experience. This kid is trapped in the dark with no mother, uh, a bunch of reindeer and all these men who are like really shitty to him. Yeah. Even his closest friend is just a fucking asshole. Yeah. And he's. He's the hero of this movie, so and like, it's earned. So that's not even related to like any mythology or evil things or horror. He's just a kid who's trapped in the life of living in Finland as a kid. Yep. Wow. Yeah. It's got to be Carol rough. Carol is just living in Finland as a child <laughs> near reindeer in the dark. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. They could have made a documentary about Finland and it would have been the same thing. They do like <laughs> subtly hint at that he shouldn't be there necessarily because it's like, I, I believe it's like his mom passed away prior to the movie starting. Oh, okay. And they do have like some hint and the father just like clearly has no idea what they're doing. He's, He's super cute too. I wanted to pull up this uh, cute picture that we'll post. I would Aww. I would back Sweet that up, kids. but I was going through, I was watching Rare Export uh, things to get the pronunciation of Yalmari's name on YouTube. I was going to say, you're doing such a great job, and I'm so glad you've taken over uh, presenting this okay. film, because I was <laughs> panicking about having to say these names. I found a YouTube <laughs> video that it's like, it's one of the primary things, and it's just all the comments are about how gorgeous the kid is, and he's like eight years Ew. old. He might be like 15 That's now. That's an odd angle. But it was the creepiest shit That's I think gross. I ever read. Real unfortunate like, Get this off the YouTubes. That's awful that's not what i meant i just meant i know i know but that's why it, it triggered it for me appropriately <laughs> cute like you think children are cute because they're children because they're cute way. he looks Sorry, like a I'm very panicking. innocent sure. young lad um right Ador get, so what's your number four my number four is the uh which should have been number three i guess is the third act of this movie so uh the third act is just it's bonkers it has a good build so you're gonna watch this and you're gonna feel like What's this going towards? What's happening? It's it's a slow burner. It has almost like a, a, a mystery thriller vibe for the first two acts. It's pulling from a lot of different genres and it's blending them pretty well. Like you could see yeah. a little bit of Fargo in this. At I times. also think it has like, like the thing. Yeah. Like that isolated monster feeling of the thing. And the, um, God, there was something else that the thing might have been it, but there was something when I was watching it. There was a shot that I was like, this is from something. I can't remember. What it is. So I guess it doesn't matter now. But yeah, it, it blends a lot of stuff. Cool. And it does a ton of setup. And then at the very end, it's like, all right, we put all these dominoes up. Let's knock them down and see what happens. And it's really cool. Pays off. Uh, what's your number four? 
Yes. I uh, <laughs> I also feel the way about the third act. Can we say whether or not we end up finding um, Santa Claus? Or that's a spoiler. Uh, no, I think it's pretty obvious because we're following Pietari and yeah. we believe him because we're seeing his clues. I think it's obvious that there's Santa Claus. Yeah. When you see Santa Claus, he is not the Santa Claus you're used to seeing. Um, and he's just like very scary and disturbing and uh it's not so much like uh well a few years ago when krampus came out i liked krampus i thought it was fun i thought the ending nick and i agree that the ending yeah. is like great movie never saw and it. then Whatever. the ending is just like oh yeah it's fine um but it's not he's he's like not quite santa and he's not quite krampus he's like the two merged well, yes yeah maybe don't more I'm not going to say more. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. going to say I okay. love when you find Santa Claus, uh, I love him. Uh, also, he's real creepy. Weird aside, what smells so delicious right now? That's huh. a great question. I think Isaac got Burger King. Oh, uh, okay. Um, the, the Impossible <laughs> Burger. We're like uh, obsessed with it. So Shout out to Burger King, our number one sponsor. Also for the rest of this episode, we will be talking about smells that you can't smell. <laughs> Put my Podcasts. nose on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, my this, num- this one doesn't feature cat puke, luckily. Uh, my <laughs> also sorry not yet anyway uh <laughs> the night is young my number five reason uh to watch this movie is the rules i love a horror movie with rules oh, they that's don't such a good point they don't really hammer the rules too much i mean pietari is telling us he's reminding us all the whole time but the the very opening scene is this guy in english with a cue card that literally lists the rules of like what not to do in this movie. And it's funny. It's like no swearing, no smoking, or you will die. And he like tells these people, he's like, don't be naughty at all or you are going to die. And it's really funny because huh. uh, normally a good horror comedy has those rules. Like don't feed them after midnight. Don't get them wet. I'm quoting Gremlins Cozy. You looked at me soaking. No Gremlins? Jesus. Oh, I haven't seen it. We know that Cozy hasn't seen Gremlins. I, I guess I knew I knew. Times. I saw the sequel the other day. That was cool. That's was weird. Our, I think it's a better film. I love them both, though. I mean, yeah. sexy lady Gremlin. Oh, it? yeah. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I do a great impression of the googly-eyed one. Is okay. it a verbal impression? Does it I feel like they all are. Yeah. What if we just believe him? It is. Oh, that was pretty that good. That was actually. good. That kind of right. also had that Evil Dead uh, vibe to it. Thanks. Never what's saw uh, it. Lisa, what's your uh, uh, what's your number five <laughs> reason for why we should what watch? Why anybody should watch? That's me freaking out at you not seeing things. It's I so love it. Painful. God, I love he has this. Smoke coming out of his. This ears. makes me so happy. Somebody write to me and this just is, tell me they feel my pain. This is why I do this. Uh, <laughs> again, I don't understand your relationship. It makes or me why stronger. You guys are friends. Um, Blood debt. <laughs> Years ago. He saved me. <laughs> there was a train, but not a different... I don't know. So what's your fifth reason why bit. people should watch Rare Exports? Um, my fifth reason is just that I, th- I think I might have said this during our Batman episode, but I, as you all know, I love horror, and I love mixing darkness with Christmas time because it is a, a difficult time for a lot of people with good reason. And um, I think that there's too much like saccharine uh, Christmas movies out there. Mm. And I like I like the idea that like if we pull back and think about Santa Claus as like a stranger coming into your house, 
Uh, it's very frightening. And I think there's like a lot to unpack there. And uh, there's so much interesting Santa history. And we never really go beyond like Victorian, like turn of the century era Santa Claus. Um, or just like Coke era Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so I think that there, I just, I really, it's completely different. There's no movie like this. There's really no story I'd ever heard like this before. Is there a line in this where it's like, this is not Coca-Cola Santa Claus? Oh, is there? I think there is. Weird. Um, that's, that's so hilarious. funny. That makes sense to me. It's just it's in Finnish, so it's from the subtitles, and I can't fully remember. Oh it. yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Not the Coca Cola Santa. They do oh, say that. That's so funny. Um, that's well, also so Raven. I just think I it's. <laughs> I just think it's like so interesting that. that like all while you're wait. Were you guys told about Santa Claus? You were Jewish, so no. <laughs> Well, yeah, wait, they don't tell was, Jewish kids about yeah. Santa Claus. Well, yeah, I never heard of him until this podcast. I know, but, no, still... but your parents, you guys <laughs> knew what I was trying to say. Oh my God, I love this so all much. The time. This is my favorite. Obviously, your parents didn't tell you Santa Claus was coming if you were celebrating Hanukkah. We'll get to it. I'm asking you guys a question if your parents told you about Santa Claus. <laughs> no, I mean like, it, we'll get to it in the next section. <laughs> I'm literally She's asking just, you, you a question look. right now yeah. that I need to know. Yes. Yes, I was so told about Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Yes. Did you believe in Santa Claus? I did, yeah. Pete, did you believe in Santa Claus? Pete said yes. I also was very a diehard Santa Claus supporter. But I think it's very interesting that like the whole like the naughty thing never happens. Like you're told like you have to be naughty or nice and if you're naughty you get coal or you get taken away or if but if you're nice you get presents. But you always get presents. My grandpa gave us coal all the time. Mm. But was, was it from your grandpa or was it from Santa? It, well, it was from he'd put it in it, and then he'd tell us afterwards it was from him, but it was usually licorice candy. <laughs> it tastes like he thought it was hilarious. That's uh, pretty cute. Black actually. licorice is a worse thing than coal. I actually I really like black licorice, oh. so I'm okay with that. Okay. I think that is disgusting. But that <laughs> A lot of people do. Yeah, that was licorice hour. Um, I do think that uh, that was a whole hour. I think there's a I think there's a lot to be said for exploring the other half of the Santa myth, which is like what happens if you're bad, and this is all about being bad, which is uh, very fun. As yeah, we all know he's running around. A running thing Piatari says in the movie, which is like, please, just somebody hit me so that I could repent. <laughs> Jesus. Like, yeah, he just wants to p- be up. good yeah. so that he doesn't get eaten by Demon Santa. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, so... I feel like I just got into a whole different part of this movie that you guys didn't talk about. Oh, it's just a little running gag that he had where he's freaking out about it. It's pretty funny. It is that it is a dark comedy. He'll, he'll like beg his dad. He's like, please, just spank me. His dad's like, what? What did you... Why? <laughs> really? It's okay. like there's in no way the parents... The father never helps. There's like so many ways. And yeah. it's like not directly, not indirectly, the father is no he's fucking help at all. useless. Because adults are stupid and kids know everything. Yeah. True. Um, all right. So. Yeah, Cozy, what do you, th- what do you think? You, would you watch Rare Exports? Okay, so I like snow movies. <laughs> like movies where there's a fuck ton of snow and everyone's walking around in that snow and being like, it's stark. It's dark out and stark. And That's a big part of this movie. Yeah. I figured a it might be. A lot of crunching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love weird shit. Weird shit's great. Sounds like a movie where there's some weird shit happening in a weird tone. That sounds cool. Nice. Um, I don't know much about it because you guys didn't want to spoil stuff. That's legit. Um, there's a Christmas spirit. He's scary. Santa Claus. He either exists or he doesn't. Uh, there's an archaeological dig or something. Um, there are moments where 
uh, you have to be good or else something bad will happen to you. And he solves crimes. There's a kid walking around solving crimes in <laughs> Finland. Not, and there are no reindeer no that crimes. get hurt. This is, there's no reindeer that get hurt. I don't think I like the part where you read back what you think we were saying because it's not accurate. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I pretty much nailed it based on having never seen this movie and only listening to you guys talking about it. Well, real quick, no. let me clear up that there are no crimes. Okay, yeah. so it's he's, not, he's, he's the not only a noir detective. Okay, so he's performing an investigation, right? And he's the only one being a real good investigator and his parents are like shut up right so yeah he's a crime solver his mom is dead it's just his dad you know what i mean <laughs> um and he's trying to figure out if santa I- exists uh if he's locked away into this box that they find right solving crimes perfect that's not right. a, there's no crime <laughs> it's a mystery maybe okay yeah. uh right okay so that's the stuff that happened so uh cool all right um that sounds interesting well, I think my main focus for this movie, Rare Exports, is that uh, it's a movie about uh, the villain is Santa, yeah, or a Santa spirit. Is that true? There's a lot uh, of villains. There's a lot of villains. Santa's involved in it in some way. You talked about Santa being in this in some way. Yeah, well, so yeah, the is. main premise is that the child is pretty sure Santa's on their way to punish him and all the other children of the village, so he's trying to warn everybody before it happens. Okay, oh, Okay, and he d- and yeah, and you were talking about him being seen or showing up in some way. All right, cool, interesting, huh? So, are you gonna watch it or not? Maybe. <laughs> Hard maybe, Pete. Sort of a maybe right now. Wow, oh. Pete's doing a, Pete's ha- a, no. a a big no. Hmm. All right, interesting. How about you at home? Will you watch it? Yeah, we want to know. Let us know. Please, please do. Or if you've seen us, hit us. Uh, if you've seen it, hit us up on uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Uh, our Instagram account is you need to see this pod and yes. our Twitter account is uh, need, see, to see need to see pod which I know is character limit uh, you can find us on Facebook we have a group and a page uh, just tell us what you think uh, using the hashtag see this pod on Twitter or Instagram um, you could follow yep I already said that <laughs> we can follow you where can we find you you can find me on Twitter at Nick J ass Luce where, the, where can they find you LTB comedy Twitter and Instagram. Nice. How about you, Cozy? Uh, you can see my live shows Crash This Party, Seen Kids Punk House Party, Dub Set, and Blackout Drunk in Hollywood. I forgot to ask you guys if you had any recommendations. Well, oh, now yeah. it's time to talk about it. <laughs> um, yes. I recommend uh, The Good Place. Oh, I love The Good Place. Yeah. I, I'll back that up. I think a lot of people are watching it, but I I think it is kind of, it has no actual Christmasness to it, but I think it has the spirit of Christmas in that um one of the major tenets is uh are people good or are people bad? And I think it uh dovetails nicely with our naughty and nice theme of this movie. Very true. Cozy. Never seen it. Uh nice. Uh, my recommendation is hot chocolate because it's cold out. Enjoy it. Hot chocolate's fucking delicious and amazing and beautiful. Oh. You heard it from his lips to your ears. Hot chocolate. Watch it. Get it. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, so please rate, review, subscribe. If you leave a five-star review, we will read it on the air. It helps us out so much. Uh, thanks so much, everybody, for listening to You Need, you need to See This. this. He's going to find out who is naughty or nice.